man, I have not done this. Okay, here we go. Amigos, let's talk about something new today. Let's talk about... Sega Rally Championship. Except for the Sega and Championship part. Uh, yeah. Let's talk about Rally! Hola, amigos, and welcome to The Strange Perspective. Welcome to my podcast. Now, I wanted to do this because I feel like I can talk about something in my private life at the same time go into a little video game magic. So, as of today, April 19th, 2023, I've... Uh, there are some interests, some hobbies that I've that I've wanted to go into for for quite some time, including airsoft. I wanted to do that for many years, and I bought everything necessary to do it last year. But because of money problems and because of uh, problems bringing bringing all friends together, that was not doable. But another thing that I've wanted to go into is motorsports, specifically rally. Rally has always I've always found it interesting, and I've always uh, dreamt, had this dream that I've wanted to drive a rally car or be a co-driver in one, but let's not paint a picture that's false here. It's a dream in that sense of, I wonder what it would feel like. I want to do it because it sounds awesome. It's not really a goal of mine that I've wanted to, that I've strived for since I was a kid. That is not the case, because I mean, I find motorsports interesting, and when I say that rallies always interested me, what I mean with that is I've always liked what make what makes rally different from all the other motorsports. I used to buy these rally games when I was a kid, but they would always put me off because they were just so fucking hard. They were very difficult. My favorite rally game for the longest fucking time was Rally Sport Challenge. And I played the first Rally Sport when I was young teen. So since then, Rally, I've always found it interesting. Never enough, though, to watch it on a private level. And, and then I'll explain what I mean. I'm a very... Um, I'm a person that needs to be surrounded with like-minded individuals when it comes to interests and hobbies for me to keep finding that motivation. Lots of people don't know that I used to watch hockey, like, I wouldn't say religiously, but I would watch the draft, I would watch the preseason, I would watch the season, and I'm talking about elite season here, I'm talking about Swedish hockey, not NHL. I would follow what players they've... Uh, They've drafted in there what the players that they replaced, the coaches, what made the coaches good. I, w I would even to uh, into the city to meet the players and take photos with them, uh, both the football teams and the hockey teams of AIK, or the way they said it in the NHL games, AIKIF. I always love that. Point is, I could do all of this because I was surrounded constantly by friends that watched it, so they would keep pushing me. When I lost that, that connection, I would gradually stop watching hockey. It's been like that with me with 
all of my interests except for one thing, wrestling. Now, I've been blessed in that I've always had friends in my vicinity or in my life or, hell, two of my pillars. They, they love wrestling as well. So I've always had the luxury of always, no matter what, having someone there to watch with me or to talk about it with someone or that they would keep pushing me to watch. And I know for a fact that no matter what I did as a kid, because I, I used to play uh, football, I used to play uh, handball, I used to play, what other sports did I do? Uh, hockey, I don't even remember that one. I was that fucking young. But I would always quit. So this... My interest for any types of sports that's not wrestling was always, has always been there, but it definitely needs helping push by people or friends that push me to watch it. Because if I'm left alone, I just I don't do it. I'm very impressionable in that sense. So what has this got to do with rally? Rally is in the same category as that, with a slight caveat of. I found the video games interesting, so I, that would at least keep me uh, inside the loop of wrestling. I guess you could put the FIFA games in there, too. Yeah, I guess you could. Still, we're talking about Rally. Rally Sport Challenge was the game for me. I don't know if there's any officially, officially licensed drivers in that game. I don't know. Uh, and that also goes to my point of I wouldn't know since I'm not that into it. But I I want to. I want to. So if anything, if, it, if people are listening to this and you're into rally, talk to me. Because the more people I watch rally with, the easier it will be for me to get into it. And I want to get into it. I just don't want to get into it for it to end like any other sport has ended. Me slowly stop watching it. Now, after Rally Sport Challenge, I got introduced to the wonderful, beautiful magic that is Sega Rally. But anyone will tell you that Sega Rally is the most arcadey fucking game out there, which is, I mean, why I love it. I've never been a fan of realistic car games. Rally Sport Challenge, I would say, is what a lot of people call a simcade. Uh, I don't know. I haven't played it in many fucking years. I wonder what would happen if I would play that game today. If I would just sit there and go, this is just basically burnout. No wonder I loved it. Or if I would go, this is like Gran Turismo. Why did I love it? <laughs> and I I would say two years ago, maybe maybe more, I talked to my friend and him. He, uh, he recommended this game, this rally game that everyone always fucking recommends. It's a rally game that everyone always talks about is the pinnacle of all fucking rally games. Dirt Rally 2. And here's where this podcast episode comes in. Because here's what I, I knew this subject was going to come up. That game is dog shit. Gonna let that sink in while I take a sip out of my Monster Energy drink. You good? You good? Okay, good. That game is dog shit. I did not like Dirt Rally 2. There is no fun to be had in that game. I knew shit was fucked when I saw Codemasters in the beginning of the game. I just don't like Codemasters. I don't like them. 
I don't know if I mentioned them in video game developers I cannot stand that everyone else loves that episode. If you haven't listened to it, uh, fuck Valve. That's an insight to Bioware can go fuck themselves. You want to know why or who else? Listen to that episode. It's kind of happy with that one. But Codemasters is definitely one of them. It's it's. I don't think I've ever liked a single fucking game that they've done. And this is supposed to be like their magnum opus. And I, I know it is. I know it is. Because every fucking critic I looked up, fucking 9 out of 10, 10 out of 10, Every fucking rally game that came out after Dirt Rally 2, it's always this rally game versus Dirt Rally 2, Dirt Rally 1. I don't like that game. I don't like it. I just, I don't like it. In fact, it made me so fucking angry, I wanted to throw the fucking controller against something. So I stood away. I stood away. But this urge of playing rally games has always, it's always been there. When I bought Forza Horizon, I would, like constantly go to the off-road because that's as close to fun rally game I can get to that's modern. That's not shit about, let's not talk shit about Sega Rally. But it's the closest to a modern rally game I could get to. That was fun. Fun. But, alas, it went away and it came back and it went away. So I just went on with this, constantly always on the urge, my, th that will, that fandom has always been there at the edge, wanting to crack up, but I can't find a game that will help me. So let's uh, turn back time a little to three weeks ago, I think. A uh, wonderful, wonderful friend of mine tells me that there's this rally game on sale. Super cheap. We should get it and play together. All right. Rally game. Yeah, fuck yeah, let's do it. Uh, what rally game is it? It's fucking Turd Rally 2! Of course it fucking is, right? Of course it's Dirt Rally 2. And I tell him, I fucking hate this game. But you know what? It's super cheap. I want a game to play with you and most importantly, I really want a fucking rally game. So I buy it. And I play it. And I hate it more now than ever. I was furious when we were done playing that fucking game. I do not see what people find fun in Dirt Rally 2. I, I don't see it. I just, I, I don't see it. And I told him this, like, I, I, I just, I can't figure out why the fuck this game is so highly rated. It is shit. So, convincing myself that because everyone else loves it, the critics and the fans, because oh, it's the best fucking rally game, I convinced myself that I'm in the wrong the guy who has a podcast specifically about having the quote-unquote wrong opinion about stuff, a strange perspective on shit, I, I convinced myself that I'm in the wrong. That's how fucking desperate I get for a rally game. And I play it. 
And I try to get better. And I try. And he tells me how to how to cut corners effectively. He tells me what your what your code driver, what what the different numbers and signs means. He's teaching me about it, and I just can't find the fun in this piece of shit. I can't. I fucking try. I try. I fucking try. And I can't. Finally, I go, I, I, I'm sorry. I, I've given this game so many chances. I've been playing for hours. This game just fucking sucks. I wish I could like it because apparently this is the rally game to get. I guess this is proof that realistic simulator car games are just not my thing. They're just not my thing. I want burnout. I want... I always go to burnout. I want... You know, a, a game that I thought blended realism with arcade in the most perfect fucking way? Need for Speed Shift. Need for Speed Shift. It's probably my second favorite Need for Speed game ever made. And I stood away from that game because, oh, realistic car game. Ah, oof, oof, been there, done that, buddy. Ain't my fucking thing. Then I played it, and a fucking adrenaline boosts i got from that fucking game i miss it i miss it wholeheartedly and then i find out like a couple of weeks ago it's the same fucking studio that did project cars i've never played project cars i stood away from it and i fucking regret it because now i found out that project cars 3 was a fucking flop and they got bought up by code fucking masters You can't make this shit up. They got bought up by Codemasters. And I, okay, well then fuck it. I, I think I when I finally put different puzzle pieces together, I go like, man, shit, maybe this is the card game to get. Nope, here comes Codemasters. We did Dirt Rally too. Suck our dick. And I just, I, I, I give up, you know? I give up. But I start looking more into YouTube videos about Rally and about Group B. It's very fascinating, the whole story of Group B and Rally, and Rally well, real-world Rally. And that led me down a path of how to get better at Dirt 2, how to get better at this. And then finally, and I, I am so sorry, I do not remember the name of, of the YouTube channel. I think I'll, I'll try to look for it while I'm talking. While I'm recording a fucking podcast, like I usually do, you're used to this by now. And uh, let's see if I can find it. This is so motherfucking unprofessional. Like that's ever stopped me. I don't think I've ever had a problem with it before. Oh no. Never had a problem with it before there you go the youtube channel is called a tribe called cars and this shows up in my uh, uh in my youtube channel because i looked up a different dirt game and i looked up dirt 5 and i go to critics and apparently dirt 5 was not that loved either by the fans or the critics so I go, okay, why is that? Well, apparently it's still from Codemasters, but it's more under surveillance of, of Codemasters. It's made from the studio that did MotorStorm. So Dirt 5 was much more arcadey. And I go, oh, wait, oh, oh shit. 
So wait, it, could Dirt 5 be something? And I go into Game Reactor, the Swedish site, and I look up, what did you give Dirt 5? They gave it a 5 out of 10. Ooh, that's not good. What did you give Dirt 2? A fucking 10. No, wait, they gave it a 9. I don't remember. It was extremely It was extremely high. It was either 8, 9, or 10. I think it was a 10. It was enough to make me go, oh, of course it fucking did. It's Dirt fucking 2. The game everyone loves. And I was like, okay, but I don't agree with this. I don't agree with Dirt 2 getting that high of a grade. So maybe I don't agree with Dirt their grade on Dirt 5. It's the same critic. Could be that. So let's look up on YouTube. And I look up Dirt 5 versus Dirt 4 comparison. That leads me down to a tribe called Cars. And it leads me to a video that they've done that is VRC10 versus Dirt Rally 2. And I go, VRC10? What, is it like the, the, the FIFA rally games? What is this? So I look at that video, and the, and the guy starts by saying, I don't like Dirt Rally 2. And I go, oh, hello. <laughs> what is this? Someone that agrees with me? Could this be what I've been looking for? And I look at the whole video, and he talks about what he doesn't like about Dirt Rally 2. And I was like, oh, thank you. Yes. Thank you. You're so fucking right. And then he talks about VRC 10 and how much he likes it. And I go, wait a minute. If you don't like Dirt Rally 2, but you like VRC 10, and you seem like someone who clearly knows about cars, and you clearly seem like someone who is uh, well-educated about this very topic, I think, could VRC 10 be something? So I do a little research on VRC 10, which leads me to, uh, again, going back to Game Reactor. Well, what did you give VRC, VRC 10? You gave it a 5 out of 10. <laughs> Interesting. Which leads me to VRC Generations. Now, I'm a little put back because I see that VRC Generations is cheaper than VRC 10, even though it came out after, which usually indicates that VRC Generations is not as good as VRC 10. So I do a lot of research on this. And I go back to a tribe called Cars, the YouTube channel. Highly recommend. And he has a video that is what it says, VRC Generations Review. Now that's what I call rally. And I look at this review and I go, uh, I'm feeling something. I'm, fe I'm feeling something. I'm feeling a connection with this. This Now I feel good. This is calling out to me. This could be what I'm looking for. This could be what I'm looking for. And then I see this other YouTube channel called Jimmy Broadbent. Uh, what it says, why I can't recommend VRC Generations. And I go, okay. And I look at his videos, and I immediately just lose interest. Not because the video is bad. This is not a slam against the YouTube channel. The YouTube channel is really fucking good. Me, personally, I am zoning out. And then I go into uh, different reviews for VRC Generations. And apparently VRC Generations, since it was uh, this game studios, a French game studios, last licensed VRC game. Uh, VRC Generations is kind of a best of where they mushed 
like the latest games that they've done into like one game. And I'm like, uh, and it's cheaper. And every review is saying that it's better than VRC 10. What the fuck's going on? So I try it. Fuck it. Fuck it. I buy the fucking game and I try it. And <laughs> amigos mio, that prompted me to do this podcast episode. Holy shit. This game is fucking outstanding. Five out of ten. How about you kiss my ass five times? VRC Generations, after playing it for so many hours now, has to be my favorite rally game ever made after Sega Rally. I'm sorry. Arcade will always win. Arcade games will always win. But fucking Hell, I can drive in Sweden. I can drive in Chile. I can I can drive a fucking Skoda Fabia. My car. My car. Out on the streets. In Raleigh. In fucking Chile. The, the fucking gameplay is so insanely good. The sense of speed... Something that Dirt Rally 2 doesn't even know what the fuck that means. The sense of speed in VRC Generations is... Mwah. I've literally got an anxiety because the cars feel so fucking fast. Yet, it is realistic because the slightest fuck up... The slightest fuck up and you just feel this dread fill you up. Amigos, if you want a rally game... I cannot recommend VRC Generations more than I, than I already have. That game is so fucking excellent. It, it, as soon as this episode is done, I'm, I'm releasing it. Like It's out. It's out. No postponing it. It's fucking out. As soon as this episode is out, I'm going back to my, to my PC and revving up VRC Generations. Please... If any of you listening to this wants to get into Rally, or even better, if you're already into Rally, because I'm like a sponge, I'm just ready to soak up that fucking information, baby. I'm just ready to soak it all in. If you are a fan of Rally, please buy VRC Generations. This game is fucking excellent. Excellent. The music is so fucking good. The sense of speed, amazing. Everything only downside to this game is that the graphics are not good. They're not bad. They're just very dated. And I will, I will give Dirt Rally 2 uh, the edge over VRC Generations. Even though Dirt Rally 2 came out way before VRC Generations, the game looks okay. And I have everything on ultra high. But who gives a fuck about that when the game is so much fun to play? Who gives a fuck? I don't. Hell, if I did, I want to play fucking Sega Rally. Amigos, please buy VRC Generations if you're a fan of Rally. Or if you just want to go into Rally. If you want to start like playing Rally games, this is it. And because it's an officially licensed VRC game, you will get educated in the stages, in the drivers, in the teams, the cars. I didn't fucking know that Fabia was a fucking rally car. My little Fabia. Now I do. So, amigos, 
You hear the music. That's what I want to talk about, Rally. If you like Rally, please teach me. But until then, adios. Adios.